0: Hi, this is Andy and Ollie's um, Pub Crawl podcast.
1: What on earth was that? That was (laughs) improvisation at its finest. My name is Andy. I'm Oliver, or Ollie,
0: or Baz sometimes. Baz, yeah. Um, And this is our entertainment for the third lockdown of... Well, of the
1: coronavirus period. No, it's, it's it's good fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to the, the next few weeks seeing what we can come up with on this. But uh, yeah, we've we've thought of a, we'll call it a left field um, theme to this podcast. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about pubs. Because we miss them. We do. We really do miss them. So basically, we're going to get a guest on uh, every week. This week, it is uh, our good friend um, and all-round good bloke, Mike Evans, we're just going to question him, probe
0: him for answers about his ideal pub, where it's going to be set, who's at the
1: bar, and then at the end we're going to rate it out of ten. Well, a bit of shameless self-promotion for you. We do have a Twitter page. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Uh, look us up. Twitter is at PubCrawlPod. Uh, Facebook, I think it's Andy and Ollie's PubCrawl uh, Podcast. Please do give us a follow. And if you would like to contact us, the uh, well, maybe you want to take part in it. We have an email address uh, that is andyolli.pubcrawl at gmail.com or just uh, send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. Um, we'll try and get back to you as quick as possible. But yeah, now we have to get on with the podcast, getting our first guest on. So Andy, if you'd like to introduce uh, Mike Evans. I shall. Uh, so, please bear with
0: us, guys. This is our first podcast ever. We have no experience whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, we know literally nothing. Yeah. So, Mike <laughs> is a mutual friend of ours. We both, we all go to university together. We're all on the same course. And um, he's here to talk to us about his ideal pub. Hope you enjoy. Here is Mike Evans. So, uh, hi, Mike. How are you today?
2: I'm doing well. I'm doing good, thanks. See you guys? All yeah, right. not too
1: bad. Yeah.
2: yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Love to hear it.
1: Yeah, so... Um... I suppose just start by uh, yeah, telling us a bit about yourself.
2: Awesome, yeah. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm on the same course as Baz and Andy. And I've been sober for about 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to hear that. That's very good. So, what would you
0: say, like, in real life, your favourite pub was? It doesn't have to be one that we know.
2: See, my favourite pub in real life is it's a little pub in uh, Cheadle Hume, I think, where we used to drive to with uh, my mates back home. Uh, pre-pandemic
1: it's a nice area that where is it where's Cheadle Hume it's in uh, Manchester I think somewhere it's right near
2: where I live there was a pub there called the church and we used to go there every Sunday they had live music on we get some drinks in that it was where I had my first Guinness as well a lot of memories of that place a lot of good times yeah I do like live music as well
1: I do I do love doing the Guinness challenge gotta try the Guinness challenge oh yeah you can just use a Guinness glass no but it's
2: got to be Guinness because you got to have
1: the head yeah, but other lagers and stuff has heads. Yeah, so so for those who don't know, um, listening to this, I mean the Guinness challenge. Uh, you have you have your glass of Guinness uh, with the harp and then the uh, then Guinness written below it. You have to try and drink the head in one uh, down to basically between the harp and the letters. It's really quite seriously difficult. I think I've managed it once. Don't know how many times you've done it, Mike. I've done it many a time. Yeah, it's a really good way to exert dominance over your mates. Oh
2: yeah, about a third of this glass in one go. (laughs) It's
1: quite a skill. Mm. Obviously, you're here uh, to talk about your ideal pub.
2: Yes, I thought about it a bit and honestly, I think it would be like somewhere with a a big fire that you can sit by and warm after you've been on a long walk or something, like in the peaks or whatever, or in the Lake District, big pub with a big fire serving hot drinks and hot food and quality craft ale. What are they burning?
1: Tyres. logs. I'm burning. Tyres. Yeah, you're from Manchester. I just didn't want to jump to any conclusions. He's from Stockport. Give him a break.
2: <laughs> Doesn't help me a lot, does it? A log fire. Even in the summer? Even in the summer, yeah. I just... I, I, like, I like the smell of fires, you know. It's like welcoming warm fire on the inside, you know. Discreet pyromaniac. I like the style. Well, hey, you said I was from Manchester, so... <laughs> I'm guessing you would serve Guinness, then, at your, your ideal pub. Oh, God, yeah, Guinness on draft. Not the extra cold version, like regular, <laughs> regular Guinness. What what else? Got to have um, craft, craft beers. I quite like, oh, Champion, I'm drinking Champion now. I do like this. I don't know if they do it in draft, though.
1: I don't know, I've never seen it. What is Champion?
2: So, Champion, it says here, a superb beer blended with the finest Scotch whiskey. Ollie, you've drunk that before, and it seems like a weird
0: combo.
1: No, I love it, it's great. How strong is it?
2: It's 7.3%. How expensive is it? Uh, it's it's not that bad. 500ml bottle, about £1.50. Another one as well, Old Tom. I think that's a little stronger, but I like that. Where would you put your perfect pub, then? Where would I put it? What, well, like, um in the world? Somewhere near, near hills or mountains and stuff. Near big walking trails. Like, quite out of the way. Be like a walker's
0: pub. Top of a mountain, end of a trail, or in a little village somewhere.
2: No, I think it would be on its own. But I think maybe at the start of a trail, like I say, where where you park your car, I put a pub there, so you, you'd start the trail there, and you'd walk up, and you would come back down, and then there's a pub waiting for you before you go on.
0: Yeah, I yeah I agree. I agree with you there. It's nice to have the reward
1: of the pub. Wow, there's nothing better than a beer at the end of a walk. Oh no, tell me about it. I remember it was Kinder Scout, I think. With um, it was you. You were definitely there, I think. Ollie, who's another person in our group, I think it was a pub in Edale afterwards. It was a boiling hot day, one of the hottest days of the year. Oh, that was great.
2: (laughs) I I think it might have been the hottest day of the year. We just (laughs) saw the weather was nice. We didn't look at the temperature and made the mistake (laughs) of climbing the highest point in the Peak District. Alcohol does
1: hit you differently after you've sweated that much liquid out of you. Oh yeah, no,
2: tell me about
1: it. Yeah. hottest day of the year. Limited water. Yeah. <laughs> we really were, actually. I think I had about two litres and that was it for three of us. It was all a bit stupid. <laughs> so in terms of, um, well, this, this pub then, your ideal pub, if I was sort of making my ideal pub, I'd want a really, really good... um, I'd want a celebrity, basically, as a barman. Oh, yeah. I mean, who who would you think you'd pick for that?
2: Well, James May's already doing a pub, isn't he? He owns half a pub. I think I did hear about that, yeah.
0: That's a
1: fantastic one to choose.
2: <laughs> James, mate, he's just done everything, you know. I, I reckon he would be really interesting to talk to patrons and stuff, wouldn't he? He's quite witty as well.
1: I bet he'd have a story or two. He's just started a cooking show, hasn't he? He has. Oh, cook, yeah. I have I have watched it as a. I'm. For those who don't know, I am quite a big fan of the old sort of Top Gear Grand Tour whole thing like that. Um, I think I've watched most episodes of Top Gear about three times <laughs> yeah and I, I have watched O'Cook. it's actually I'd recommend it it's very good it's basic recipes pretty easy to do
2: no he's the like eighth or something eighth most popular actor on Amazon Prime now between the Grand Tour his cooking show and I think he's
1: doing Our Man in Japan on um, Amazon Prime as well that is quite funny as well yeah
2: he's
0: the
1: best one of the three as well oh are you? I certainly wouldn't want him as a barman in my pub, but I do quite like Clarkson at the same time. I mean, the the sort of outrageousness of him, I quite like that. He could be the the, the bloke in the corner, like the uh, crazy <laughs> old man. To be honest, I think he'd make a better pub bore. Really. Yeah. You just put him on a lead
0: outside. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Throw pork scratchings at him.
1: <laughs> I'm trying
2: to think who else. If there's anybody else, but not nobody's coming to mind. Oh. Maybe Michael Caine. Michael Caine would be nice.
1: Oh, yeah, or... that would be good. Michael Caine and James May behind the bar. That would be amazing. Yeah, I don't, think,
2: I don't think I've ever thought of them as a combo together before, but behind the bar, maybe.
1: From what James May seems like on TV, at least, with his kind of OCD sort of everything's got to be in its place, I think, I mean, it would drive me mad. I can imagine it would drive anybody mad. So whether that would be a relationship that would last, I question. It would be a, a very neat bar, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah. I feel like with Michael Caine as well, he'd spend
0: like five minutes sort of like coaching you on the correct drink to have, and at the end he'd be like, well done, <laughs> you, you <laughs> picked the right one. Shakes <laughs> your hand at the end, and then you just like shed a tear.
2: Oh, you've got the approval of Michael Caine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> did you see the James May, Um, like, before he got onto Amazon, he did this like, it was only a few episodes, but he was reassembling things. It's just so satisfying to watch. It was like Channel 4 or BBC Two, one of the two. I've heard of it. He takes stuff like an electric guitar, and then the whole show is just him rebuilding it. And it was like AS- ASMR before ASMR. Yeah. Little comments as he's like got his 8mm Allen key. He's like, oh, I used to have these as one of the kids.
2: It's really therapeutic. I, I will have to have a look and find that.
1: I think if, uh yes, if... James May is listening to this. I think we've done you a good job on sponsorship here. If you want to send us a few quid. <laughs> our email is on Facebook and Twitter, I think. If you'd like to be our guest. Yeah, yeah feel free. <laughs> get in touch. Drop into the
2: DMs. <laughs> Early days at the moment, but you never know. Oh, yeah. The second show in, we get James May. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Mike, will you serve food? Yes, I would serve food. What food? I don't mean to sound childish, but I do enjoy a good burger at a pub, especially after a long walk. A good burger is steak, something nice and meaty. I know we're trying to be like more vegetarian and more considerate for the environment,
1: but it's just it would just fit so well with the pub, you know? Pies as well. So you want yeah, proper proper pub food, fair enough. I can't argue with that. I sort of feel I think burgers they can be you can get quite pretentious very quickly with burgers. It can. Oh, but there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a nice pretentious burger. I do quite like one. I mean, I'm I'm vegetarian now, but before I went vegetarian, I do quite like a pretentious
2: burger. You, you just get a, a bun, some some burger patties, some proper beef patties. Uh, you get some salad on the top, some tomatoes, some lettuce, some onions, some cheese, like proper cheese, not the plastic stuff they put on burgers now, but like proper proper good. Uh, what's it?
1: Monterey Jack cheese.
0: Okay, okay, you're convincing me.
1: So uh, for those of you who who don't know and are listening to this, not knowing us um, at all, one of my kind of main personality traits, as the others will probably put it, is that I have been on a gap-yar. Gap-yar. Yeah, exactly. All All of that, all (laughs) of that, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But part of that was in Australia, and in Australia they do what are known as burgers with the lot. So... In that, I mean, it's a sort of pretentious burger, it's sort of not, but you have basically yeah, a burger with everything in it, so it's got things like beetroot in it, it's got a fried egg, avocado, uh, and I mean, they are brilliant, bacon, onions, the lot, everything. Oh, yeah,
2: bacon on the burger. I'll add that to my pub burgers, actually, you can have bacon on there. For an additional
0: cost, as they always are. 40p extra. Yeah. What are you serving with your burger? What goes with it? Chips. Chunky Chips. Chunky chips. That's I was looking for that answer.
2: Roast chips. Oh, oh, I do miss pub chips. I Miss the pub. Why
1: do we have to do a podcast about the pub? <laughs> <laughs> it's just rubbing it in. For me, this is kind of the tribute to the pub that now, because I mean, obviously, with lockdown and everything, we can't go. But I mean, yeah, this is this is my kind of therapy almost. I feel.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it is quite therapeutic. It's nice to reflect on uh, on pubs, and you can always
1: look forward to it afterwards, can't you? And they're an underappreciated part of society. I mean, we didn't know what we were missing until they were shut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in this pub then of yours, are there any drinks mm. that you would not serve that would be banned? If somebody asked for the drink, they'd be out.
2: Ooh.
1: Copperberg, you can't have it. No, Strongbird Dark Fruits. Yes.
2: Some Copperberg's okay, but Strongbird Dark Fruits, I'm sorry. No, you're not allowed that. If you are gonna, if you want that, you can buy some J2O. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, man after
0: my own heart. I mean, that is... Yeah. So, Mike, I'm getting the vibe that this is a sort of relaxed pub and it's not, say, one that students would come through with a bar or It's like uh, oh, yeah. end, of a, end of a journey. Now, would you allow smoking inside your pub? Would you let people light up a cigar or a pipe? You,
2: you, you <laughs> can smoke outside. <laughs> you can smoke outside. Yeah, there's the, the a smoking area. All the tables outside with the ashtray, Because I do quite like the smell of like ash. I know it's quite weird. But cigarette smoke, somehow, I do quite enjoy. I think it reminds me of home. Reminds me of France. Reminds you of France. Yeah. <laughs> reminds you of France. <laughs> everyone. Everyone in France. <laughs> Imagine, uh, Manchester City Centre. Every time you walk around there, all you can smell is cigarette smoke. And I do feel like that sense of being in civilization, Like I, I quite like that. It's quite comforting. So, it, um, somehow, cigarette smoke has uh, got nice connotations for me now. It's like petrol. Oh, yeah, petrol. Oh, I love the smell of petrol. It's the
0: same sort of thing. Like, a little whiff of cigarette makes me think, oh, it's a community of
1: people around here. It's busy. Are you, are you saying, then, that basically, in this pub, yeah, my, are you just going to have, like, a diffuser, but instead of, like, the nice scent in it, you're just going to have petrol in it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, <yeah.
2: laughs> well, no, that's this what the fire is for, isn't it? You can smell the
1: fire. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair enough. A lovely log fire after you finish the walk. It's nothing like it. Well if you if you like the smell of cigarette smoke but you don't want to be people to smoke inside then. Are you going to have a, a beer garden in this pub? Definitely. Definitely. What what sort of garden is that gonna be?
2: So there'll be tables. There'll be a nice little grassy area where you can just let your kids mess about or whatever. Uh but the tables on the sort of patio area, you got your parasols. Um it'd be quite nice in the summer. In the winter you can sit out there if you want. That's your funeral. Be uh, near the <laughs> mountains and hills and stuff it might be quite high up but when i was a kid we used to love going to playgrounds at pubs every time we saw a pub with a
1: playground we'd like beg our parents to go to that one
0: definitely yeah
1: i mean it's ironic because they're normally the shittest pubs going i mean in my mind when i see a playground in a pub i just think nah there is no because they're normally a toby carvery i mean let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> toby we 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 were I don't remember where we were but we ended
2: up with a wheat sheaf that had one of those sort of rope pyramids in its playground and a basket oh, swing,
1: which you do not get at pubs like pub playgrounds it's like a climbing frame and a slide and a swing that's just like saying saying i'll have my chips with a side of a broken arm please <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> one thing as a kid that i appreciated like
0: even more so than a the, the NAF playground it's just like a grassy
1: slope <laughs> There's just there's some good fun you can have on that. What were times tough in Birmingham or something during your childhood? <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, just just a thirty degree slope for a few meters down. You could have endless fun on
1: that. Maybe a few pine cones around as well that you can throw at people. And and this garden, I mean as well, would it be the sort that you could sort of sit out at night and uh, you know, you got sort of uh heat lamps and stuff like that and nice lights and or is it going to be very much a sort of daytime thing with picnic benches?
2: I don't know how many people you'd get going there at night. Maybe in the winter when it gets dark earlier after you come back from a walk. But I think it would be quite nice to sit outside, like see the stars and stuff, especially if it's a walking trail away from uh, cities. You might get a a better view of the stars on a clear day. So um, I don't know what I'd do about heat lamps, but I feel like it would be more sort of open. You know, you you get heat lamps in sort of uh, booth-type seating, at pubs in like sort of highbrow pubs i'm thinking of one in Altrincham now near me um with the uh the, the heat lamps and these like nice little booths or cushion seats and stuff but no i think that's a bit too bougie for my pub what
0: would you say to a big conservatory in a pub like it hasn't been done but if you had
1: sure it's been done in many a spoons okay take my idea off the table then <laughs> <laughs> okay. speaking of those spoons i once went to a spoons on the isle of wight of all places And not a word of a lie, it was in a church. (laughs) Gap (laughs) yard. But it was just spoons at a church. How does that, I mean, that sounds amazing
0: to me. People, like, a bit late to go home on a Saturday Saturday night just end up
2: at the Sunday service. (laughs) 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 The Sunday service and then a carvery afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) That would you probably
1: make me convert to Christianity. Yeah, large <laughs> congregation on the Isle of Wight. White. Yeah. <laughs> All sitting there at 9am with their pints of doom bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's stuff, isn't it? Would you do any kind of event nights at the pub? Sort of quiz nights, uh, stuff like that?
2: I'd like to. However, I don't feel like it would be the, the right location for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, a little bit out of the way. However, oh, I don't know. See now, now I'm leaning towards one a little bit closer to civilization because I do love my quiz nights and I do love my live music and stuff. You could stick it in a small village. I could, like a sort of Castleton type village, a, a little village in the, the Peak District. That if it's possible to have events at that pub and like it, it to be both, oh, I don't know. Now
1: I'm so conflicted. I think for me, I mean, with your pub, I reckon what I would want is live music nights, but not sort of a band that nobody's ever heard of. I want a band that could attract a crowd at your pub. So say say you had a night where, I don't know, uh, Muse were playing or something like that Ooh. at your is pub. It, what? <laughs> How big is the pub? How big is it? Small, small, this that's the me. point. It's probably
2: too big for my pub. <laughs> I'd love that. I think, I think such a small venue would be great. Increase the size of the beer garden to have a small stadium outside. <laughs>
0: Imagine the light show you'd get in like a little cottage pub, music playing. There.
2: <laughs> yeah, there might be some oh noise God. complaints. No more, not if it's in the middle of nowhere.
1: I think you'd be responsible for a lot of light pollution. Yes, quite possibly. <laughs> if you, if some, say somebody came into your pub and stayed there the whole night and got ridiculously drunk,
2: how would you deal with it? I'm now saying that it's a converted farmhouse with stables, and I just chuck them in the stable. <laughs> <laughs> and they can they can
1: sleep it out there and wake up with the, with the dogs or the horses or whatever. But are you are you going to continue to serve them until they're bored, or are you just going to chuck them in there straight away? Oh, money's money. I'll continue to serve them. The drunker they get, the more they spend. It's great, great for
2: business. <laughs> oh, that's great. I think I think it'll probably have rooms because you get people coming down that all want a drink rather than drive home. So I'll probably offer of some room Okay, so it's an inn. Yeah. Like, a, like an old inn, like a tavern.
1: Do they still exist? Can you still like sleep at a pub? Yeah, I think so. Some of them. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's one near me. I think it's called the Hanmer Arms. Yeah, it is. Well, it is called the Hanmer Arms because uh, I've worked there, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, they they have rooms, um, and they'll do breakfast and everything like that.
0: Should say again that uh, we don't have a sponsor, but Hanmer Arms. Uh, we will give you good recommendations. <laughs> so. Would you be providing a breakfast in the morning then if you're providing
2: rooms? Hmm, only on Sundays. A nice, no, proper British breakfast on Sundays.
0: I like that idea. Uh,
2: I, I mean, you probably would have to provide some sort of food um, other days. I don't know, they could have porridge, or slop or something, aren't they? You can have what Jeremy Clarkson's having. Yeah. Sat <laughs> 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 so, so outside, it's, it's little pork scratches, leftovers from last night. Probably, um, if you try and feed him that, he'd
1: probably try and punch you.
2: <laughs> he's done that for less auntie
1: yeah exactly but yeah so uh, full English only on Sunday and then cope on the rest of the days basically
2: yeah oh, I mean there's got to be something on the rest of the days but not to the scale of the full
1: English that, that, that's that's a special one you know for Sundays yeah. so what what would you have on your full English then oh this is a whole different podcast now <laughs> here we go yeah podcast now. look at this so
2: you got your bacon obviously your bacon sausages beans Fried eggs, toast, hash browns, maybe. I'd have mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Yeah, good. And I love black pudding as well. I'd have that.
1: An excellent choice. I mean, I know a lot
2: of people don't like it, so that would be optional. Everything would be optional. You can take it all off.
1: I'm just not think
2: there's anything I've overlooked now, but that feels
1: complete. With toast, I'm not that fussed about toast. I I know, I mean, it's really bad for you, obviously. Go fried bread. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fried <sighs> bread. Just, yeah, chuck it. I mean, in the deep fat fryer if you have to, but preferably in a pan with some butter.
2: Mm,
1: not a deep fat fryer,
2: yeah. In a pan, like.
1: Do you have a, um, a vegetarian selection?
2: You can fuck off, as Frankie Boyle says. No. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. Well, you can have your beans and your mushrooms, can not
1: you? And your toast and your eggs. Have some halloumi on there. That'd be nice. Classic go-to. You're vegetarian? Have you tried halloumi? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just halloumi and avocado, that's all you need. You're done.
2: Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! You, you, I'll have avocado for that That sort of uh, demographic. They can have their avocado, but I don't think they'll be coming around a lot, will they?
0: There's a there's a really good um bakery in Hathersage that I sometimes go to after I've like had a say I've been bivvying or camping in the peaks. It's really nice to walk into just as it opens, and they do, they do these excellent like breakfast buns and breakfast sandwiches. Like, I've healthy portion and you can have a full breakfast on between betwixt a roll and honestly it's what it's what
2: makes me go camping <laughs> oh you don't go camping for the camping you go camping for the uh, stuff you can get when you're not camping there
0: i was ex- i was exaggerating but um if you'd like me to explain uh, <laughs> no i i do i do enjoy camping yeah oh would you have a campsite on your on your beer garden
2: Ooh, oh that's something yeah yeah they, they, they don't want to pay for staying the night they can pay for a a pitch and put a tent up that'd be pretty cool or oh i've never actually or have i seen a campsite with a pub on it
1: that sounds like a pretty good idea to me
2: If it's not already a thing and it must be a thing then i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make a campsite with a pub
1: yeah if if the degree fails the podcast fails we've got nothing left i mean that's that's the way forwards
2: (laughs) (laughs) just make friends with somebody who owns a pub and inherit it off him and then put a campsite there that'd be nice Campsite in the middle of Manchester. The amount of homeless population in Manchester it basically is a campsite. That, that can't go in. <laughs> we can't for <fund> it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it went really dark then for a minute. Just the sudden reality that we're. <laughs> There's another world out there. It's quite funny, but it's also quite depressing at the same time. I mean, yeah. Moving swiftly on. Right, you're in the pub and you spy a couple of interesting people and he offers to buy them around. Who are these interesting
2: people? See, I did not expect this question to come up on a podcast about this.
1: It's just like, who, <laughs> yeah. who would you uh, speak to? Oh, no. I don't know. Don't worry, don't worry Mike. The oh, next one man. is, what's the meaning of life? Oh, dear.
2: <laughs> you know what? Maybe just Elon Musk to ask why. <laughs> just why. I don't know why that's come to my head, but like, just, just to ask for an explanation. Why he's named his kid that? Why he's... What, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West in the election, <laughs> something like that. I think. I think the answer is because he
0: can. I mean, what would you buy him? If you're gonna buy him a drink. I feel like he wouldn't be the this
1: the normal ale or lager. That's a cranberry juice right there, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> style. Yeah, <laughs> sustenance. He's he's either a cranberry juice or half a liter of vodka. I mean, one or the other. No, he's 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 something else.
2: He's like, I think he's just hard <laughs> drugs, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. So druggy, Michael.
0: yeah, some ground-up cocaine and then some Ket just to bounce
2: it out. <laughs> no Elon Musk is too classy for Ket. Absinthe? <laughs> He'd be a wine man, let's be honest. He'd be a wine man. He scrapes the
0: sweat off his body and then bottles it. That's a, a lovely imagery.
1: <laughs> I think. I mean, at this point, you should be writing for Cards Against Humanity, I think. I mean, that's right on the streets.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I tell you what. Maybe, like, an ancient
1: king or something from,
2: like, the Middle Ages. Because you hear about, I don't know whether they did, but you hear about all the taverns and stuff they had in the Middle Ages. You could find out so much from them as well. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: How how did you do Stonehenge? (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) I I will invite the Neanderthal man to my uh, (laughs) pub. (laughs) You got a name for the pub? Probably it'd be something based on, like, the geographical location, to be honest.
1: Okay. There's something in, basically. I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Or oh, it doesn't even need to have the the in on the end. Just the, the something. At least you didn't say the red lion. Oh, it's not going to record the red line. Don't worry. The red line, the cross key. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you what. Here's a question.
2: Would you have Sky Sports in your pub? Ooh. See, we're it closer to civilization. I might, but I don't think people are going to that pub. For... In fact, yes. No, I will tell you what. Yes, because they've been out of um, they've been out of the loop for quite a while. They've gone on a big hike all day. <laughs> They'll be out of the loop of what's going on. So they can have a little bit of time to catch up. There would be
1: Wi-Fi in the pub as well. Um, How generous of you. I know, I know. I do provide. How would you kind of market the pub then? How would you sell it to the local community? I'd
0: probably hire actors to sort of like look like they're having a really nice time outside. And that, that's sort of like the yoghurt yogurt solution, I think it's called. If you just have enough people outside, everyone will flock there. I reckon it would be quite effective if you marketed by like starting a load of rumors about your pub like you said it's haunted that'll get a few that'll get a few people interested
2: or i can just say oh there's people saying that, uh, that james may and michael Kane work at the <laughs> yeah i mean actually it
1: <laughs> marked itself at that point let's be
2: honest yeah, yeah. <laughs> then another thing i've just thought is what if you had just like wafted the smell out I, i'm pretty sure places do that anyway on high yeah. streets and stuff But if you had the smell of, like, freshly baked pies coming out of people when they're on the way back from the water, they're about to drive home, they just think, oh, I cannot resist, I'm coming in. And what gets me is vinegar.
0: The smell of vinegar coming through, like, the extractor fans at the back, I'm like, there's a pub nearby.
2: Sounds more like a chippy to me, but... I
0: I associate it with pubs, and it happens for Chinese restaurants as well, Chinese stuff, but pubs there, there's the smell of the, the chips
1: cooking. Greg's do that the best.
0: I've never had that experience.
1: No, I've never had that with Greg's. Lush. Lush. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me want to run away.
0: Really? Oh, come on, admit it. It's a. I go in just to just to get a good
1: breath of air. How can we help you? I'm just here for the smell. No, I can't do that smell. That's We've got a pretty good picture, I've got to say. I mean, I, I can certainly visualise it in my head. I do quite like what I'm hearing. You're not going to serve dark fruits. You're serving Guinness instead. I like that a lot. Nice country pub, big, good, good beer garden. Sounds good to me. I mean, I'm gonna excellent bartenders. Yeah, excellent yes, bartenders. The best bartenders. Yeah, I would, I would love to be served a pint by Michael Caine. I think that'd be brilliant. I think James May might mess it up, but Michael Caine wouldn't. There's no way.
2: I, I don't think James May would mess it up. I think he'd do it, do it well. I think he'd give like a nice, nice, well spoken explanation as to how he's doing, his uh how he's making his
1: drinks. Just maybe <laughs> quite slowly. <laughs> But yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to give you, oh, I'd say a 7 out of 10 for that one. Ooh, I'm very happy with that no I think, I think the, uh, the sort of um, thing that we've got going here between me and Andy is basically, I think he's Louis Walsh and I'm Simon Cowell if this was the X Factor. So I think a 7 out That's of 10. That sounds
2: about right, yeah.
1: What sold it for me is the, the Michael Caine, James May at the bar. That, that is a
0: stroke of genius. And I like the, the slope. That's good.
2: <laughs> you like the slope, the grassy slope. That's <laughs> the <it>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the petrol-esque cigarette smell. It's this is it's right up my street, really. I would have changed the guests a little bit. All in all, I I agree with what you're saying. So it's well well predicted, Ollie. I'm going to go higher than seven. I'd say eight 8.2 wow. eight point two. Oh, I'm very happy with that. That's good. It's really That's good. That's a good score, that. Yeah. The name as well. You're not being pretentious. It's just like the something.
2: Brilliant. It is where it is. We're in. We serve food. We serve drinks. Come in. Come into my pub. Fantastic.
1: This has actually made me want to start a pub now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it yet. <laughs> I think that pretty much brings us to the end of uh, our first ever episode of Andy and Ollie's uh, pub crawl. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. We certainly, I think, have enjoyed recording it, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it's been good fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, thank you very much, Mike, for coming on and being our first guest. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I hope you don't feel too interrogated by us. (laughs) Oh, no. But um, yes, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next week I really hope we have a jingle next week. <laughs>